0: Hi, i my fellow junkies to the South Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be doing a staple review, in which I will be reviewing an album from an artist that is very iconic and is well-recognized in the music industry. And if I ask anyone, what would be the first album that comes to mind when I say so-and-so, and they will say this album. And in this case, we're going to be doing a staple review of the Marilyn Manson album, Antichrist Superstar. This is the 1996 second studio album from shock rocker himself, Marilyn Manson, following up from his 1994 debut album, Portrait of an American Family, which was a very campy album as a nice little approach that he goes on to and kind of give in that shocking appeal to it as well. Now coming to this album here, Antichrist Superstar is the album that kind of makes him well pretty much a superstar in this case with this album here and having to be well known with the shocking imagery and very controversial in the religious aspect and it really shows a lot mainly in this album here being titled Antichrist Superstar shows off a lot to say the least for an album like this. It would be a concept album in which it will see a development in the main protagonist in this storyline, the one that was rejected by society and would become the title of this album here, The Antichrist Superstar, and having to be the first album in the well-known trilogy that he would have with this album, Mechanical Animals, and Hollywood to kind of finish this little trilogy of a concept, to say the least, It's very interesting and having to this little ideology of this person being rejected by society as I mentioned and having to be well developing to kind of become a demagogue in this album alone to have a lot of power and kind of control people to say the least in the idea of this album and let alone this will be also a parody to the 1971 play of the opposing name Jesus Christ superstar which kind of follows in the story of Jesus but in this case uh Manson would go into the idea of the antichrist superstar and how the transformation became how it is pretty much some of the stuff here is very sludgy and very industrial as you see a lot in this album and some of its other albums as well and having the assistance of Tred Reznor of Nine Inch Nails returning uh for this album here really shows off some of the Nine Inch Nails influence a little bit too and some of the hard rock and very uh industrial sounds throughout this whole album and it really shows a lot too the album will start with the song irresponsible hate anthem which starts off to be a small live performance in which manson would tell the crowd saying we hate love and we love hate and kind of bring in the little contradictions that religion would kind of bring on to specifically christianity that is mainly targeted on this song or pretty much this whole album as well. And it'll be a very sludgy opener for this album here. It's really cool. And I do see the little intensity building up a little bit too as it gets closer to the end. And when Manson will scream, fuck it, pretty much to kind of show off the frustration or like the uh, giving up of the charade that this will be playing on to. It's really cool and kind of exciting to say the least. Then comes into The Beautiful People, which is a very well-recognized song off of this album and in Manson uh discography a little bit too it really shows off too with a nice little marching drums and having a nice little punchiness in it too very catchy hook and pretty much goes on to be a little bit narcissistic a little bit too and having some of the ideology of the beautiful people or having to be the power of will to say the least it's very interesting and it's really cool it's a nice little catchiness on it too some of the other stuff on it, such as like Dried Up, Tied, and Dead to the World, will be a little bit more of the industrial bassiness on some of the stuff here. It's really interesting, and some of the vocal works that Manson would go on to on this album really shows off in the ideas that Manson would go on to for like that song that I mentioned, Dried Up, to be very eerie and sludgy and having the little ideas of how people can be a little arrogant on some of the stuff that they preach and saying. The beliefs being uh you can't reap what you sow is pretty much showing off to that idea then to the song tourniquet having a nice little song of having a woman being psychologically abusive in this sense and having to be more of uh, the victim in this situation and it shows off on the chorus when manston says uh take your hatred out on me make your victim my head you never ever believed in me i am your tourniquet And goes on to having just that idea of like oh I'm the victim in this situation with this uh, abusive woman pretty much and it shows off on other ones too I do see the little imagery and vividness that you see on some of the lines here and it's very interesting it just goes off to saying that this will be showing off a beginning of the transformation in this whole storyline then goes on to the second section of this album starts off with little horns Chaotically short songs over like three minutes being the shortest song on this album It's very interesting and having to kind of go off to be super chaotic and having to be a little bit apocalyptic a little bit too Seeing some of like the punkish aesthetics a little bit too and even for some lines can be kind of well Interesting because when he starts off when he says on the course the world spreads its legs for another star world shows his face for another scar. And it shows off to that idea as well, even just screaming out some lines saying, save yourself from this, and going on to repeating it a little bit more, and going on to the concept of it, it kind of be showing off to the point that this uh protagonist in this album will say everyone will suffer now and will really show that nihilism in that song too and later on it will show some more nihilistic ideas for the later half of this album here and the one song that will kind of fill in for time will be the song crypto child might have no idea of like what it has to be a part of for the idea on this album but i'm guessing it will kind of show off some foreshadowing A little bit too, and strangely enough, it would be a little bit of a medical term as well, called like crypto childism which is very weird. I didn't know that, but it's very interesting. The idea behind it, I'm not really too sure, even though it's just a little clunky on the instrumental. It still shows off some little bit of a Zelda-like influence, a little bit too, of uh, the flute. It's very interesting and has a nice little vocoded bridge, a little bit too, and it would echo to the uh title track off of this album saying, "'The moon will now eclipse the sun.'" And we'll kind of repeat that throughout the rest of the half of the song as well. The song Deformography is one of my favorites. I do enjoy this one too. And you really see the Nine Inch Nails industrial influence on this song a lot. And having the little weary and weak vocals from Manson really fits well on it too. And having to be this little defining moment in this album in which the protagonist in this story is rejected by society and is determined to destroy society pretty much. And it really goes on to it as well. With some lines saying I will lift you up Like the sweetest angel Then I'll tear you down like a whore I will bury your god in my Warm spit you'll be deformed in your porn and also calls himself a dirty rock star to be saying that Uh, for him to reach this superstar status and having to witness also society crumbling under his feet pretty much to say on that stuff too and it works really well in how like grim and menacing a little bit too with his vocal delivery too on this song really shows off and having to be showing this little sickness that uh Manson would do to himself to make society sick as he says in one line i'd make myself sick just to poison you it really goes on to that idea as he would just go on to see the society that rejected him crumbling down as well and for the song worm boy that comes after that song goes into following up the idea that deformography would go on to and kind of shows off this person of the same name of this song gets his wings and fly and getting all of this attention from society as well and seeing such as like this little theatrical like performance as well to see the development of this protagonist in this story and going off to showing off everything that he has become because of society saying oh no it is everything they said it was oh no I am all the things they said I was and the show's off to some of that stuff to being this little story buildup and having it to be transformed and also would have a nice catchy industrial riff as well throughout this whole song. Makes it a very captivating experience like if you're going to see this in an actual play this will be the nice little catchiness moment to see like oh here it is the worm boy getting his wings and being this little rich moment onto it. It's very cool. Then it goes to the song, Mr. Superstar, to be kind of pretty much the idea of being this all-time rock star and having to be having this whole concept on it to have like some verses from the people that admire the rock star and having the chorus being the rock star himself as well, singing, I know that I can turn you on, I wish I could turn you off, I never wanted this. And yeah, the one thing that I do see on this song to kind of go on to it as well, being in this moment of having to be this superstar that everyone wants to be with and kind of seeing the little downfall of it as well. For saying some of the lines from the people that admire this rock star, hey, Mr. Fallen Star, don't you know I worship you? Or even saying, hey, Mr. Super Hate. I wanna love you. Hey, 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 Mr. Super Fuck. I wanna go down on you. Which would kind of also reference to some of the songs from his last album, Portraits of an American Family, which kind of refers to some of those lines as well. It's very interesting, and as the song progresses, getting close to the end of the song, it will go to a little bit of a uh, heavy distortion a little bit, kind of seeing that Nine-ish Nails uh, type of distortion a little bit too, and it would go on to to the next song, Angel with the scabbed wings and it just seems that little nice storytelling and kinda of describing this angel as well and the first minute or two kind of goes on to a nice little catchy buildup to introduce this angel and also has a similar riff to one moment in Jesus Christ Superstar and seeing that little moment of a certain person that's going on to be introduced. And it really goes well with the verse on this song here saying he is the angel with the scabbed wings, hard drug faced want to powder his nose dried up all the wounds with his rock and roll sores having to be an angel and having these little sores that kind of seem a little disgusting and people are repulsed by this as well and would really show off that at the time of this album's release saying that uh, he is this uh, angel that kind of came into the music industry and kind of had everyone that was listening to him at the time very interested in having the parents of those kids uh, being very repulsed in the imagery that Manson was going into. So in this case, Manson would be identifying himself as this angel with the scabbed wings spreading his rock and roll sores throughout the industry it's very interesting and a nice little idea behind it too the next song will be kinderfeld having to be this little subtle song in this album storyline to show off the final transformation of the title of this album the antichrist superstar himself and kind of shows off to it as well it can be a little bit of a grim baseline build up to kind of see this little transformation starting and has this little idea behind it showing off this uh, storyline of this worm becoming an angel then becoming a demon and this is like the final moments of this phase and kind of shows off to it and kind of mirrors the same lines that was also used in worm boy saying then I got my wings and I never even knew it when I was a worm thought I couldn't get through it. Kind of shows off the idea of this little final transformation and seeing this uh, little soft innocent vocal a little bit too. Then we'll repeat the chorus again in a little bit more of a Doomsday vibe that you would see at the second time of the chorus. It's very interesting and I see this little vibe that I mentioned of it being the Doomsday moment and seeing the final awakening of the Antichrist superstar and it's really apparent to say it too. And as like the outro of the song that would kind of introduce the name of this uh, protagonist in this storyline called the disintegrator and having this little outro saying to himself at least saying this is what you should fear you are what you should fear repeating that throughout the ending of the song and really puts in the idea of like you are your own monster and you are your own creation of that monster it's really interesting and I do see that uh, impression that this song will go on to it's very interesting and eerie to say the least on it too then goes to the album title track Antichrist Superstar to be showing off the final awakening moment of the protagonist in this story becoming the album's title the Antichrist superstar and it's very interesting the nice little revving guitars that goes on to this whole song kind of sees this little rising moment of it and very interesting too and the one thing that I really do enjoy on it is theatrical this whole performance of the song can be a little bit too and Also, I do enjoy the nice little break on the first chorus on it. It's very cool and has that little uh, eerie shock into it. I really enjoy it. And it would kind of give in this nice little shock of realization of like, Here I am. This is your star. And like I mentioned, it's very theatrical, and it shows off so well to show this little imbalance of showing this little idea of like the beginning of the end pretty much on the two. It would continue that idea to the song 1996, goes off to the nice little uh, ideas of being aggressively loud on the production style, and kind of similar to Little Horn a little bit too, a little bit punkish here and there, and sees like, as I mentioned, some of the contradictions in society and even with himself too. Because the lyrics would kind of be showing off very nihilistic ideas too. And this is like another song that will show off that nihilism as well too or being very cynical at sometimes too and most of the stuff would be saying anti this anti that pretty much throughout the whole song too it just shows off to it as well even for like one line when he says now it's your turn to see what i hate about me and what displayed this little trade-off between hatred from society that hates him and then showing off the hatred that he hates towards society, pretty much. Kind of trades off that idea, too, saying that society is the victim of his hatred now. It's a very aggressive idea for the song to go on to, to pretty much sum it up. Then the album would have a little bit of a somber moments with the song Minute of Decay to be a very gloomy song in which Manson would be going on to talk about saying how the protagonist is losing meaning of life pretty much and starting off with the line saying I feel the empty I feel the minute of decay kind of showing off the downfall a little bit too of the anti-hero that you say on this album here it's very interesting and kind of shows off to it as well and as much as this protagonist on this album here shows off the hatred that he has for the world and society it would also show this little downfall that uh would be shown on this line saying I'm on my way down now i like to take you with me and kind of showing off that idea of like if I'm about to crumble everything will crumble with me pretty much I do see that idea as well it's very interesting and in how like somber you can feel the emotions on this song is a very subtle gothic tone a little bit too on it It's very subtle with how somber the song is And it's an interesting switch in pace To kind of go on to it As it gets closer to the end of the album Then after that will be the song The Reflecting God Will be the a little bit more nihilistic In some of the songs So it kind of show off that nihilism as well too And going on to some of the stuff Will kind of show off the little Rise and demise of the rock star In this album story line kind of shows off pretty much throughout this whole song and it's a nice song because of how well is like paced up to kind of rise up to the chorus and then explodes as well when he was saying scar can you feel my power shoot here and the world gets smaller scar scar can you feel my power one shot and the world gets smaller and it really works well on it, too, as it gets aggressive every time on the chorus, too. And for some lines that I do kind of find interesting will be saying you'll understand when I'm dead kind of goes off to the idea of like people will understand their artwork a little bit more after the person dies and sees the meaning on some of the messages as well a little bit more. And it's very aggressive to say the least every time it explodes to the chorus and being a little bit more threatening as well when he even adds on to the last line saying, Shoot! 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 Motherfucker! And would become violently aggressive every time he would say it to you. And it works so well as it becomes very destructive at the end. And it kind of works well to kind of go on to the concluding track off of this album here called Man That You Fear. Kind of showing off the little idea of this final moment on this album showing the protagonist of the Antichrist superstar and would show off the audience that he has become what society has feared pretty much and really works well with the nice little clunky punchy drums a little bit too very somber at most of this song here it's very interesting to kind of goes on to being so weak on the vocals and shows off the little demise on it as well too and even for some parts on the lines when he was saying i was born into this everything turns to shit the boy that you love is now the man you fear It would pretty much imply the idea of like, I'm no longer the person that you known and loved. I have now become this thing, this monster that you now fear. And it's very interesting, especially for the third verse when he says, pinch the head off, collapse me like a weed. Someone had to go this far. And pretty much saying that this world created me and I was meant to destroy it. I am meant to be this demagogue who had a purpose in pretty much destroying the whole world and destroying society just to prove a point. And then eventually would kind of show the demise of himself as well and having to be everything going into obscurity. Which would be kind of showing that in display for the last two minutes of the song because it initially ends it like four minutes and 25 seconds then the last two minutes like I mentioned will be pretty much obscured white noise to kind of just symbolize everything being wiped out into nothing pretty much it's a very interesting way to close this album out pretty much Overall, this album here is a very important album in Manson's career, showing off as the title will go on to being Antichrist Superstar and becoming that superstar himself at that time too. Really shows off the little vile, shocking lyricism that he's known for, especially on this album here. Really shows off the sludge metal, a little bit of like industrial rock a little bit too, and a little bit of some gothic undertones as well. Really doesn't nice job on this album here and would also have a nice storyline as well. This album would also help give Manson a boost in his stardom, too. It's really cool. and gives in a lot of shock value at the time of this release in 1996. It's very controversial, as some people would say it as well. In a religious aspect, some people will find it very appealing as well, with the very creepy, shadowy undertones as well, too. It's, it's very enticing of an experience for this album here. And especially being released in 1996 really shows off a nice little controversial impact Impact as well, and gives a little bit of a boost in Manson's name at the time of its release. It really helps and kind of shows off nice little creativity as well in this album here. It's really amazing to see how much impact this album would make too at the time of its release. It's very enticing. And that would conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully got some new music out of it. What I recommend this one? I would. It's a very alluring album. It's a nice little creative album. It has a nice storytelling as well. It makes it very exciting to say the least. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is just my personal opinion based off my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you and keep on creating little junkies.